Their voice has gone out unto all the earth. The heavens declare the glory of God. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Colossians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, conduct yourselves wisely toward outsiders, making the most of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you should answer to everyone. Tychicus will tell you all about my affairs. He is a beloved brother and, and faithful minister and fellow servant in the Lord. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are and that he may encourage your hearts. And with him, Onesimus, the faithful and beloved brother, who is one of yourselves, they will tell you of everything that has taken place. Aristarchos, my fellow, my fellow prisoner, greets you, and Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, concerning whom you have received instructions, if he comes to you, receive him, and Jesus, who is called Justice. These are the only men of the circumcision among my fellow workers for the kingdom of God, and they have been a comfort to me. Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas greet you. Give my greetings to the brethren at Laodicea and to Nympha and the church which gathers in her house. And when this letter has been read among you, have it read also in the church of the Laodiceans, and see that you read also the letter from Laodicea. And say to Archippus, see that you fulfill the ministry which you have received in the Lord. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. Remember the chains with which I am bound, and grace be with you. Amen. Peace be with you, the reader. Let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. And with your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. The Lord said to his disciples, He who hears you hears me, and he who rejects you rejects me, and he who rejects me rejects him who sent me. The seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven, Behold, I have given you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions 
and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. In that same hour he rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding, and have revealed them to babes. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. Peace be with you, who proclaim the gospel. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. A church group not too long ago invited a speaker to address their meeting. Talk about God, the group leader told him, but leave out Jesus. Why, the man asked, as he was taken aback by that request. Well, the leader explained, some of our prominent members feel uncomfortable with Jesus. Just use God and we'll be fine. This, of course, was a problem to the speaker who responded, without Jesus, I have no message. Without Jesus, we have no message, brothers and sisters, no meaning, no significance. And something very similar happened in the very early church when Peter and John were preaching salvation in the name of Jesus Christ, but were ordered by the local rulers to keep silent and not speak that name. We read in Acts chapter 4, verse 17, that the Jerusalemite leaders said, to stop the spread of this miracle any further among the people, let us warn them, that is the apostles, to speak no longer to anyone in this name. But to this threat, and even after being imprisoned, the apostles could only answer to those rulers. Which is right in God's eyes, to listen to you or to listen to him? You be the judges. As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and about what we have heard. We too, beloved, cannot help but speak about what we have seen, experienced, and heard. We cannot keep silent about the name of Jesus because his name is power, his name is salvation, his name works miracles, his name heals. His name brings peace. His name is victorious. His name is holy. In fact, the, the incident 
which instigated the imprisonment of the apostles was when a man lame from birth was brought to the temple to beg. When Peter and John encountered him asking for alms, Peter said to him, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ, walk. And immediately the layman's feet and ankles were made strong. Acts chapter 3, verse 7. The power of Jesus' name was also demonstrated in this morning's gospel lesson. After the 70 apostles had gone out to preach, and of which St. Luke, whom we commemorate today, was one, upon returning to Jesus, they said with such joy, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And Christ affirmed this power given to them by saying, Behold, I have given you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. This authority over unclean spirits, again, brothers and sisters, has not only been given to the apostles, but to each and every one of us who has been baptized into Jesus Christ. The words of the gospel should actually be very familiar to all of us because it is from the baptism service. As the candidate's feet are anointed with the holy oil, the verse that is spoken by the priest is exactly the words of Christ. To tread upon serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy. Such power has been given to us to withstand the assault of the evil one, to withstand and fight against every passion, sin, and temptation that comes against us. In one of St. John Chrysostom's pre-baptismal catechetical instructions to those ready to enter into the church, he told them this, Let us therefore take courage and strip ourselves for the contest. Christ has put on us armor that is more glittering than any gold, stronger than any steel, hotter and more violent than any fire, and lighter than any breath of air. Although I am a man, I must aim my blows at the demons. Although clothed in flesh, my struggle is with spiritual powers, said St. John. And there is no greater weapon, no greater armor, as we have heard, than the name of Jesus Christ. For it is as St. Paul tells us, God has given him the name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And his name is salvation, as we hear elsewhere in the Acts of the Apostles, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved, declared St. Peter. Now allow me to relate to you from the life of the blessed priest, Father George Calchu, a beautiful story that he underwent and relates to us himself, and he reposed in the year 2006. 
after being imprisoned for 16 years in the Romanian communist, as they called them, re-education camps, where the brainwashing and torture techniques employed cannot even be mentioned here. The then 40-year-old George Calciu went on to study theology and was ordained a priest in 1973. After boldly preaching the name of Jesus, even after everything that he had gone through, and especially bringing the salvation of the gospel in Christ to the youth, he was again imprisoned by the communist authorities in 1978. Concerning this second imprisonment for the sake of Jesus, Father George speaks to us these words. So, they had nothing against me, but they tried to press me, to stretch my mind and my soul. I was beaten, but not too badly. The psychological pressure, however, was unbearable. The interrogation was very simple, for night and day, I was asked, what is your name? What is the name of your father, of your mother? What is today's date? How old are you? This was repeated thousands of times. I felt that I became crazy. Of course, I was not able to remember anymore. I forgot my age. I forgot the name of my mother. I forgot what day it was. When I mixed things up and gave them wrong answers, they accused me of trying to deceive them. What are you hiding, they said. What kind of bad things against the communist regime have you done? After three days and nights of this, I refused to answer. They continued interrogating me, and I answered nothing. I just tried to pray to God, but it was impossible. I wanted to pray the Our Father, but after three or four verses, I forgot the rest, and I was not able to pray. Then I remembered that there was a prayer to Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me. It is a very short prayer. I put my fingers over my heart and was praying all the time now. I was able to say the whole sentence, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me. And they continued to ask me, but I heard nothing. I heard none of their questions. I was no longer scared. And little by little, I regained the peace of my soul and of my heart. I had felt sick, not only psychologically, but physically as well. And my heart had been pounding. But through this prayer, of Jesus Christ, I received peace of soul. Everything in my body became quiet, normal, and I was able to resist. Therefore, remember, beloved, that the name of Jesus is such strength and comfort that we should say it all the time and in every circumstance. Remember, at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven, on earth, and below the earth. And there is no other name in which there is strength, peace, salvation, and eternal life. Let us never cease to say, 
Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on us and save us. Amen.